to see, okay, so what does it look like when a dead body is left in the woods Mm -hmm. and it is a week old, a month old, six months old, six years old? What does it look like? I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. Dave, I ran across something really disturbing that I want to talk to you about. Okay. Um, You know, you and I are both ministers of the gospel and we're uh, you know, yeah. I'm a hospice chaplain, and you're a, and you're a pastor, and so there's a there's some degree to which both of us, um, part of our job is helping people to grow spiritually, mm-hmm. and um, that's that should be the uh, what all Christians want to do for each other, and for and for those who are not of the Christian faith, we should probably we should help them to grow. But for you and I, it's our profession. Yeah, and uh, that is uh, I ran across an app on that you can get on your phone. There are all kinds of apps that you can get on your phone uh-huh. to help people to grow spiritually. Now, I've got um, a couple Bible apps that I right. really like a lot, and there's some others as well. But Pray.com is one, and there's others like this, that it's sort of an online community, but it's based around prayer. Okay. Have you ever seen Pray? I've so, heard of various apps like this. So Pray.com uh-huh. is actually a website, but it's also very much a um, an app on your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And okay, so that's okay. It's a little weird. Um, I, I, it doesn't appeal to me, and I don't think uh-huh. I would recommend that for anybody in general. But okay, I guess some people that's you know could, it might be helpful to them. Yeah, I guess if it's like prompting them to pray or reminding yeah. them to pray, or they can list the things that they want to be praying about. And, so there's that, and you can join yeah. communities. But they also have like devotionals on there, and they yeah. have like see uh, people like enjoying some of that. prayers. Mm-hmm. I, I want to pray for my grandchildren or something. Uh-huh. And so then you hear here are prayers for my grandchildren. Okay, and then Bible verses if you want to know how to pray. If you're anxious, then here's uh-huh. here's some verses you can pray through, whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not my um, intuition about spirituality that way. I love to pray, but that's, I don't know, I don't, I, there's nothing about that that seems appealing to me, but I can understand how someone might sure. really get into that. Yeah, um, I can see that. And especially if you were to, uh, what's more appealing is the, is the features that they have on there related to community. So you say, you know, uh-huh. I want to pray for my grandchildren, and, and then they say, oh, well, these other people are also praying for their grandchildren, and you might want to join up with them. Or, right. You know, oh, okay, yeah. Well, uh, it's a free um, app, and so you make an account, and you uh-huh. go and, and online, and they'll... Okay, here's the thing, though. If it's free, if it's free, mm-hmm. then uh, you are not the customer. You are the product. Uh-huh. And Pray.com is not a, a, a ministry of a church. Right. It is a for-profit company. Sure. And so how are they making money? How can they offer this for free? It's a huge thing. There are, there are uh, I don't know how many, I, I don't want to venture Well, most guess. of them make advertising. So advertising. Profits. Yeah. And what they, here's what they do, though. Um, that one in particular, but really all of them that do this. What they're doing is that they're looking at what you are viewing uh-huh. and what you are talking about, uh-huh. and they are advertising to you on purpose right? Uh, based on what you're... That should not be a surprise. But you go and say, I'm concerned about my grandchildren, and they say, oh, 
you must be of a particular age, and you are concerned about your grandchildren. And so they start advertising to you, these are things yeah. that, uh, that we want to sell. What they're doing is that as they are going through your private prayer journals or whatever it is that you're looking at, uh-huh. and they are selling that information yeah. to advertisers. Pray.com not only does it in the app, but they also make money by selling that to uh, Google advertising right. and to Facebook advertising. Right. And so whatever prayers that you put in or chat that you put in to that uh, uh, app is going to follow you around and be, and they're going to sell that information. And it's going to follow you around to Facebook, to Instagram, to right. Google searches, to all that stuff. I have a real problem with that. It yeah. is a for-profit company that is harvesting people's um, religious life yeah. and using it for their profit. Tell me about the problem that you have with that. Yeah, I have a problem because it is, um, uh, it, it's the same problem that I have with like a, a church being sponsored by Gatorade. Uh-huh. Or something like that. It right. is a commercialization of your relationship with God. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think that's a real problem. Yeah, I I feel the same way, but I would take it a step further. Okay, and say that even if it hasn't to do with spiritualization of any kind, spiritual formation or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, did I make a word just a second ago? Maybe. I don't know. I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if just, just push through. Just push just on push through. through. Yeah. The companies that, that are selling these apps, uh, I don't mind there being ads to pay for the free version, or you can you could pay and get an ad-free version. Um, and advertising, I don't think, is necessarily wrong. But the way it's being done now, I have issue with, yeah. even if it's not about my prayers. Okay, tell me. Because these apps, you you, you want to play a game, uh, yep. and here's an app, and you can play this little card game or yep. the, uh, totally. you know, a, a word puzzle. Yep. And that, and you you sign this agreement, yep. or just when you download it, there's an assumption of an agreement. Yep. Either way, you're, yep. you either click it or whatever, and and uh, some of these have tried to access people's microphones mm-hmm. so they can hear conversations. Yes, that's right. Some of these apps have uh, want to access your photos and your yep. contacts so they know uh, where you've been and who you know and. Uh, who you're talking to and what mm-hmm. you're searching for yep. on your uh, Google or you know Safari or whatever, That's whatever right. you're searching for or looking for, they want access to all of your information. You got it. And information is the new oil. Yes, right? totally. And they're selling this and they're advertising. Mm-hmm. And, and in some ways, people like that because in the, the the ads that they see are actually relevant. Sure. Um, but to me, it's it's an invasion of privacy, mm-hmm. and no one is going to read through the, these. These horribly lengthy yep. agreements, yep. Um, and like I said, many apps don't even there, there isn't even an agreement to click yep. anymore. That's right. They're just assuming. Yep. Um, and you know, in your if you have an iPhone, you can go into your settings. You I think can no. Control. I think that, I think that they do have they have to have an agreement, but sometimes it is so seamless. They have made it right. so they're like like uh, you know. Uh, do you want to look at this app right now? Right. And, and, but the, the yeah, tiny little check bit. Here, yeah. Check you know, uh, and, and so I think they're required to have an agreement, but it can it, they can I don't, hide it. I don't so. know. I don't know about that. I, I, yeah. If they if they are required, then they they've gotten really good at hiding it. Yeah, they've gotten really way. good yeah. at hiding it. I think. Um, but the, the, <clears throat> it's it's really about privacy. Yeah, that's right. And I think it's it's I think what you're feeling is valid in that it's it's an 
extra level of yeah. Like this. This is my this prayer is life. This is more disgusting. Yeah. This yeah, is this right. is my spiritual thought life and that's what's right, going sir. on that's right. in 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 the the raw parts of my soul. That's right. How dare you market this? Yes. Um, how dare you try to learn this about me and then make a buck? That's right. That, that there's something nasty about that yep. for sure. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, just just the idea that that this is happening already. No, and that's uh, so. What you're talking about, I'm I'm with you a hundred percent. And yeah. then there's then this this spiritual part of it is, is an extra layer. But yeah. the the idea that if you are not paying for it, then you are not the customer. Yeah, you're the product. That is super. That that That's idea very is helpful. very very important. Um, and Facebook, I'm very aware. Um, yeah. That I because I'm not paying for it, I am not the customer. Yeah. I am the product. Yeah. You are being sold something. Yeah. You're. They're they're taking your information and selling it, and they're they're marketing. Yeah, absolutely, totally. And that, I think people need to think about that. That's a really helpful way to put it. I always say things like this. Um, I taught my kids this: anytime that you're agreeing, you're checking a box, or anytime that you're signing your name, yep. you are giving something away. Yep. Just remember that. That's right. You are giving something away. If Facebook had an option, I wish they did. If Facebook uh-huh. had an option to pay monthly. And not have any advertising. I would do it in a heartbeat. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on how much money it was. Um, but I would much rather do that. I would right. much rather do that. Um, if, you know, th- there's a lot of the, if I'm not paying, if I'm using a service and not paying, then I am what's being sold. Yeah. I'm a very private person, yeah. which mm-hmm. I don't know if that surprises people or not because I'm, I'm running my mouth on a podcast, but yeah. I get to decide what I'm saying and yes. what I'm not saying. Right. And when I'm at home with my kids and my wife, I, I'm a nut. Yeah. I'm, my kids think I'm hilarious, right? Yeah. My daughter says she could make me a million dollars on TikTok if I'd let her. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to do my little dances on TikTok. Right. You know, I'm not going to act like an idiot like that on TikTok. I'm just not going to do it. Right. This is for me and my family. This is, you know. Yeah. And, and we have this uh, Alexa now listening to us. Yeah, and, totally. uh, and my phone, who knows, you know. And, yeah. and I, I don't want anything listening to me right. and invading my house uh-huh. and, and grabbing information about me. It's just, yeah. to me, it rubs me raw at, at, at the very start. Yeah. I'm a private person. Yep. I will share what I want to share. Right. Stay out of my private life. Right. And these companies are just, they're just piercing that veil. I mean, they're, 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 the cell phone has become such a tricky device for this. Totally. And they are getting all kinds, and, and the young people don't understand yeah. what's happening yeah. because it, it, it's normal to them. Oh, everyone's got a cell phone. Yeah, everyone does this. Everyone does Instagram. Everyone has a TikTok. Uh-huh. Everyone, you know, looks at these things on their cell phone. Right. And uh, and they're not. <laughs> some people are really savvy about their settings. Um, a lot of people are not. That's right. And and every time, by the way, you update your software, uh-huh. you better go back in your settings and make sure they're they're where you want them to be. That's right. Because things may have been tweaked. But it, but th- you can't have settings that that uh, say that you can use it as a customer, right? You yeah. can't use Instagram as a customer. You can't use TikTok as a customer. You right. can't use Twitter as a customer. You can't use Facebook as a customer. No, those companies will not allow you to be a customer. Right. You you are the product, and That's so no right. matter what uh, settings you put in there, you are still the product. They are still going to advertise to you. They are still selling you and your time yep. and your data. You can you can uh, limit that, and by limiting that, they are giving you 
uh, they are keeping you as a product they can sell. Mm-hmm. They're keeping you on the shelf. You can remove yourself from the shelf and the, uh, of their store, yeah. but the way to remove yourself from their shelf on their store is by quitting altogether. And so that's the only way. Right. That's the only way. And that's so right. settings can change things a little bit, but... Hedge a few protections, but... Yes, yeah. totally. But you're right. It, it's... It's just invasive. It's very invasive. Um, and there are pe- I've heard people, when I've had some discussions about this, I've heard people say, yes, but I am immune to the advertising. I understand how this works. And because I understand how this works, then the advertising doesn't work on me. Uh-huh. And I think that is ridiculous. Advertising yeah. works on everybody. It, it advertising does. works uh, on everybody. Uh, I have learned the hard way yeah. that I will never, ever buy something from a Facebook page because I did. Mm-hmm. Um, they they had something that looked like a product that was fit for me. Yeah. I mean, I was like, okay. Wow, right. this is, this yeah. is, that, that how, actually, how do you think it got it? Yeah. Th- they know right. how they, to dial that in. Exactly. Yeah. And and so for someone who's saying, well, I, I like that. I like to, you know, I, I want to, if I'm going to spend money, I want products that make sure. sense to me. And yeah, yeah. there's a, there are products all over the place I don't even know about. And yeah. so this allows so people, some people just watch shows about what new products are out. Uh-huh. That's right. You know, and, and there used to be like segments well, on QVC, talk shows. That's, oh, yeah. yeah like this, right. is, this is what's out now. Yeah, right. Um, and, and some people would really like that. Yeah. So I really like this product. Uh-huh. I bought it. It didn't show up. Uh-huh. Um, I called the company what did come was this absolute like farce of a you know the the picture and what i got was like i mean night and day yeah totally and i i had to go through paypal and complain Uh and Uh uh, and dispute the charge and um it had had been shipped from china of course Mm -hmm. and eventually i got my my money back um but i was like that's it yeah i don't know i don't know who these these vendors are online Uh and um i don't want to have to dispute a bunch of charges. Totally. I want to go to a store and see the product, pick it up. I open boxes. I'll go to Lowe's and I'm looking, you know, is this what I really need? I'll take the old part and I'll open the box and look uh-huh. at the new part. Yes, this is what I really, oh, no, this isn't. Yeah. Stuff it back in the box and put it back on the shelf. I want to, you know, that's, I'm, is that old school? I, it, it just it, makes sense to it me. It is, but also uh, they're advertising to you that way as well. When they learn that, they're going to say, oh, he likes to buy things at Lowe's. Okay, we're going to advertise stuff to him that he is going to say, huh, I, you know, that, that actually looks interesting. Maybe I should go to Lowe's and, and get one of those. Right? They're going well, to do it that way. Well, I, I, yeah, if I'm, if I'm going to a store and purchasing it, I, <coughs> I don't care if they advertise it to me, but um, I, I will but never, gonna... ever buy. I, and I've seen lots so of products. So that's a good rule. That's a good rule. I've seen lots of come down the pike. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is really cool. Oh, yeah. but I'm on Facebook. Forget it. Yeah. I'm just not going to. I've learned, you know, once is all I needed. So so that's a good rule. Yeah. I have done that and been burned myself. I've yeah. got something in there, actually, that I need to throw away because <laughs> it's cause, crap. Because it's crap. Yeah. And like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And I ordered it. And like, uh, in that case, it actually was a legit company. It's a company, but it was like, okay, this this is not what I thought it was. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but they are, they're selling you other stuff. They're selling you Mountain Dew, and they're selling you credit cards, and they're selling you whatever yep. in the in the real world. That they really are good companies, and they are really good. You know, they're not going to, um, you know, you don't have yeah. to. But you're going to buy more of it. it. If it didn't work, then they wouldn't yeah. do it. I'm less concerned about what I'm going to buy, and I'm more concerned about them gathering my information and selling it because it's an invasion of my privacy. Okay. That 
irks the daylight out of me. I yeah. just I just don't want that. And it, by the way, yeah. uh, this could break into a much bigger topic. I don't even want to throw it in the hopper. You want to talk about it now? What, what? But um, people who spit in a tube and get their DNA tested. Now your DNA is owned by a company. Oh, heavens. Yeah. Okay. A company yeah. owns your DNA. Yeah. And they know a lot about you now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so those sorts of services, need, we need some better privacy laws. We do. Let's put that in the hover because yeah. there is, uh, there's a lot to talk about that I am, I want to look some stuff up before we get into that conversation. Sure. Because there's all kinds of criminal uh, uh, implications to this and there's all kind. yeah, there is big, big time, uh, I mean, you, so I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Write, write it down. down. You, yeah, yeah. And you know, TikTok was like a Chinese company that yep. was spying basically. Yep, that's it, right. It's information was, mm-hmm. was nefarious. Yeah. It, it, they, they, yeah. 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 They were gathering for nefarious reasons. Is what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. The invasion of privacy is a, is a, it is. So there's that, but then these these prayer companies are trying to, you know, when you pr- when I pray to God, and I know when you do too, mm-hmm. the way that it's supposed to be, and it is for us, to for me as much as I can, right. it, it, it is at a much, much deeper level of self-intimacy, self-exposure, self-exposure yes. mm-hmm. than anything that I would put on Facebook. Right. And when I develop a community of people which is what they're trying to do on these apps and say, and, and the, and okay. So I know prayer.com. I, I heard an interview with um, a reporter who was working on this. They have divided in their company, uh, people who are on the spiritual side of things and people who are on the business side of things. Okay. And they don't hardly ever talk to each other. Right. But there's a couple people at the top that kind of work both sides. Bridget, yeah. Right. Yeah. But on the, on the spiritual side of it, they actually have people, and they say, your job here is to be a pastor, is to be a shepherd, is mm-hmm. to be a spiritual counselor. That's all we want you to do. That's mm-hmm. why you have a seminary degree. We required mm-hmm. that for the job. We want you to, uh, to, to put together a, a, you know, all kinds of these spiritual uh, resources to help people who are really hurting mm-hmm. and to help them to open up and about what's going on and to get them the help they need. And there's a whole, there's a ton of people who work for that company that when they think about their job and going into work every day, they are helping people. Right. Then on the other side of that wall, there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people saying, okay, let's mine the heck out of all this right. self-disclosure right. and sell it. That's right. And so, they, and they're not, those people are not talking to each other. Yeah. And because of that, they're yeah. doing a phenomenal job at helping to provide people with some sort of, you know, we, I might, spiritual service, I might if you quibble, want to quibble with yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know of how helpful the particular spiritual, but they're trying to help people to open right. up. And that's a good thing, no matter what kind of spirituality you're into, um, opening up and, and like thinking about my relationship with myself and with my world and with the, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And they're putting that information in the app, either passively or actively. Right. And the app is mining that. That is uh, ugly. It is disgusting. It is evil. People could be working and, like you said, have no idea. That's right. Um, and they think they're really helping folks. Yes. At the same time, uh, people who are uh, experiencing that might think that this is a, a completely honest and yeah. fair approach. Right. Um, 
and some people who know that they're mining their information may still feel that way. Yep. But I think everyone needs to be aware of it. Yeah. I think people need to make decisions with a lot of information. And that's part of what I'm talking about with the privacy issues that yeah, we totally. don't have. Totally. They're trying to hide this information. Yeah. They don't want people to know what they're doing that's with right. their, their that's personal right. data. Not even their own company. Right. You know, they have this wall of separation. Yeah. It's, and many people have left Google and some of these big companies because huge. they're having moral conundrums they can't solve, yep. and they feel like they've just they're they're evil. Yeah, I, I heard a um, interview with a pastor of a church in Silicon Valley who said that in his church, uh, no one carries a cell phone. Mm-hmm. That all of the everyone there works for those big companies. Mm-hmm. They don't let their kids carry cell phones, mm-hmm. and like the the people who work at Google, people who work at Facebook, they don't. They're not users of their product, mm-hmm. and they don't. Uh, and they won't let their kids have cell phones. There's whole like the schools there. None of the schools there. Right. Kids don't have cell phones there because their parents are like, no way. Yeah, this is evil, and it's going to hurt you. Um, there, there's a, uh, there's some photos. If you like search this on the internet, okay. you can find some photos that are uh-huh. incriminating. Like there's a picture of, uh, Mark Zuckerberg sitting at his desk or something and it. And, uh, it has a piece of paper with tape covering the, the camera sure. on his computer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that where I, I'm skeptical of that kind of stuff that could be easily doctored <laughs> or whatever. Sure. Uh, and there's a lot yeah. of people who are motivated to do that. Photoshop can do amazing things. It, but, it can. And there's yeah. people who are motivated to do that, but it may or may not be true. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not true, right. but it, I, I, I'm skeptical of it. Um, but yeah, that's, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. That wouldn't at all surprise me. Well, there's, uh, some people claim that, that, you know, that, that all that can be hacked. Yeah. And, a you know the government or whoever who has the the ability or the the motive to hack into your camera or your your uh, your Alexa or sure. your you know your your microphone. Yeah, that's right. That they can listen. That's right. Now whether right. they are, I don't know. But can't we can't we all just kind of agree that that these are the parameters for this kind of device and this this the, the gathering of information. I mean, if information is a new oil, then it, it, it belongs to people, right? I mean, oh yeah, they just need to know when they're giving it up or not. Mm-hmm. If they want to give it up, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But they need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, just very briefly, because I don't want to go yeah. rehash this, but this is exactly what Andrew Yang has been talking about with information as the new oil. In fact, I think that's he says that quite uh-huh. a bit. Um, and those companies, it's okay for them to take all this information from us, but they need to compensate us a value-added tax, and then we all get a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, and that's 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 the mm-hmm. price, and that's 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 some of the rationale of uh, universal basic income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm not going to use uh, Pray.com, and I hope no one else does. Instead, uh, get into thick in-person community. Mm-hmm. With people who know and love you, and yeah. uh, don't use the online, yeah, crap alternatives. Get in a small group and pray with real people. Yeah, that's right. Who care about you and and who'll be there when you need them. Be there for the long haul, yeah. uh, day in and day out. Who get to know you and love you, and that and you can know and be known. You have a real relationship. That's right. By golly, old school. Old school. Old school. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to be your friend, and I'm glad that you pray for me, and and I'm glad that I can pray for you as well. Likewise. 
This is William with the Hopper Podcast. Some things matter a whole lot, like abortion, gun control, LGBTQ issues, the environment, redemption, hope, truth, and justice. These things take careful, nuanced, thoughtful, and open discussions. Other things don't matter much at all, like dad jokes, beer preferences, pranks, and poop. These things are silly and fun. But here at the Hopper Podcast, we love both. And if you do too, please share the Hopper Podcast with a friend, like, follow, and call in to encourage us at 214-267-9287. Thanks. Dave, I got another really disturbing news story that I want to talk about. All right. Um, You've been reading a lot of news lately. I have. I've been reading a lot of news recently. And in February of this year, um, there is a proposal in the Massachusetts legislature. Now, I want to be really clear that this is, uh, no one thinks this is going to go through, Uh but it has a few advocates that are really pushing for a new law in Massachusetts. And that is to allow Massachusetts state prisoners uh, to donate their organs and bone marrow in exchange for shaving time off their sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I don't think that, I mean, nobody thinks that this is actually going to go through. Mm-hmm. This has got humongous ethical sure. issues with it. But even the fact that it is being raised, I think, really is disturbing. Yeah. Um, that someone in our, you know, in, in the legislature of Massachusetts thinks that this would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Um, I think it's terrible because it provides motive to put people in prison or mm-hmm. to imprison people. I don't think there should be any motive for that. I had not thought yeah. about that at all, but so, that is yeah. very disturbing. So, I've got totally different issues, but yeah, yeah go ahead. So, so back in the day, yeah. you know, when, when you had a workforce, which and this is not so bad, um, but the problem is that if you have a workforce mm-hmm. and the warden is making money or it's um, preventing other people from making money with their, with their own private businesses mm-hmm. um then it it really becomes a conflict of interest yeah but if you could if you can work prisoners in a way that is um government regulated mm-hmm. uh a certain project that is that only the government's going to be supervised in and the work is from and the and the warden's not getting paid you know all those kind of things can be fixed mm-hmm. but you know people had a problem with this because there was a way to profit from people being in prison mm-hmm. and therefore once you put a motive for people to be in prison, you don't want them leaving, or you know, I mean, right? Uh, prison should be again. That's uh, we could get into a big topic about prison reform. Because sure, I think sure, they're, sure. They're very broken. Yeah, we've they're talked some really about working. that in the past, and there's yeah. so much more to talk about. We got a bunch of hopper topics in the hopper related yeah. to that, but let's not let's let's try and focus yeah, on this but, one in but particular. The the idea that you would incentivize mm-hmm. uh, the selling of your organs to mm-hmm. to shave time off of your sentence that that's mm-hmm. very disturbing. So far, the United States has never allowed people to sell their organs in exchange right. for any sort of compensation. That right. uh, bioethics have said uh, bio ethicists have said overwhelmingly that that is immoral. It has to be a donation. It has to be a yeah. donation with nothing to... Uh, and so this would be the first time to violate that. And it does it with the really the poorest of people in our society, uh-huh. the most disenfranchised people. Um, we're going to say that the way they can buy their freedom is by, se- by 
bodily harm mm-hmm. and and uh, reducing their yeah. health. Outcome. I don't know if you know this, but um, maybe you do. Mm-hmm. Do they still um, pay people for blood or for semen? I think that so not for blood. Blood is always a donation. Uh-huh. Um, you, they do give you kind of re- you know you get a T-shirt, you get you know orange I juice thought, or whatever. I thought there was a time when but if you, you can sell. You, you made money selling you, blood. I've never heard of that. Uh-huh. I know that you can sell your um, plasma. Maybe that's it. So I have done that a whole bunch. In fact, if you, I don't know if you can see, but I've got uh-huh. permanent scars on both of my arms. When I was in college, I sold my plasma a lot, so much that uh-huh. I got permanent scars. Now, how's that different? Yeah, how is that different? It's not so. This plasma is uh, replenished in uh, a few days. Yeah. It's blood liquid. So I it's get a blood that. liquid. Yeah. And uh-huh. so plasma is over 90% water. It's mostly water mm-hmm. um, that, that you're getting rid of. And you can, in fact, you can donate plasma twice a week. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's what I did for a long time. You didn't donate it, though. You got paid for it. I got paid for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, not donate. I, you can sell your plasma. Uh-huh. Um, a blood takes much, much longer. The difference is that if you sell a kidney. Yeah. You know, you, you can't regrow a kidney. You're, yeah. You, that means your kidney is gone. Right. That means your kidney is gone. Yeah. 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 And same thing with the lung, with the, you know, with whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's a huge, huge difference. It's not, sure. It's not too different from, like, selling your hair. Uh-huh. You know, lots of, lots uh-huh. of uh, people grow long hair. Not lots of people, I, but it right. happens. You grow long hair and like sell Like your nose that. hair? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I have sold my nose hair yeah. before. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't bring a whole lot, but... You yeah. know, desperate times call for desperate, desperate measures. measures. That's yeah, right. that's right. That's right. Huh. Um, so I think your blood uh, and blood products are similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although with the Red Cross, you know, all the blood, don- like actual whole blood donations, um, I've never heard of anyone being compensated for that, although I suppose, I don't. I think it's legal, but I'm not sure. I, I, I'm pretty sure that that at least happened in the past. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but that is quite different because even blood uh, can be replenished. Can be re- it, uh-huh. it, yeah, your body just makes it, uh, you know, replenishes it, uh-huh. but it doesn't replenish organs. Right, and so I think that that is a a big difference. You, there's no evidence, I don't think, that giving plasma has any negative health outcomes. Um, and the same thing with blood, right? Right. It doesn't, and that's really it doesn't the issue. Hurt you. I'm thinking of like Les Mis and uh, y- you know uh, um, the selling of of teeth. From, yeah. What was uh-huh. her name? Colette. Was that uh, maybe? Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know that story real well. Um, man, I, I know it well. I can't remember her name. It doesn't sound right, but um, Cosette. Cosette. That okay. Yeah, better. yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, sells her teeth. Okay. Is that right? Uh-huh. Is that the right character? By golly. Someone's got to correct me on this. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, and and now you're at your teeth, right? And and you did it because you're you're poor right. and you're you're hungry and yep. um yeah and you got to you know you got to survive right now. Some rich person has teeth because they yep. you know yep. ate too much candy. Yep. Um, I think that's a problem. Oh yeah, that's yeah. huge. Um, what what happens is that somebody um gets in a desperate situation. Yeah. Is depressed, gets in a desperate situation where you're you need money immediately, and you just can't see any way forward. And someone comes and says, "Here, I'll give you fifty thousand dollars for your kidney." Yeah, and you're like, "Yeah, I'll do whatever." When you're desperate like that, you're right. out of your mind. Yeah, you're out of your mind. 
But that, it, so it's taking advantage of people. Yeah. That's the issue. And you can imagine that's exactly what's going to happen if, it, if we do this to prisoners. Right. Right. This is the lowest of the low people, and they are out of their mind for good. I mean, maybe not all of them, but, you know, they, they are desperate. They're desperate. And so to say, oh, we're going to give you time off. Uh, you get to go home early and see your family if you give a kidney. Right. Oh, man. That's the, the taking advantage of the poor. Right. I think it's just it's evil. It's evil. South Carolina recently had a um, uh, they were talking about doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And that got turned down. I guess uh, where the debate lies is um, are people in prison for for being criminals or are they in prison for being poor? And you and I and most people know that there there are strong correlations. Of those two things, yes. Yeah, of those two things. But one does not equal the other. Correct. And so there's, I guess, room for people to debate that. Even um, if someone, in either of those categories, when we imprison them, uh, they then they become... Very, very vulnerable. Yeah, and that was kind of my point from the from the start, right? Yeah, that, uh, you don't want any motivation to correct. Yeah, exploit people or use. Yeah, this that is an exploitation system. of the most vulnerable in our society. Uh-huh. Yeah, and maybe they've done something horrific. That some of some uh-huh. people, that's where they belong if they've done horrific things. But that doesn't mean that we have the right to exploit them. Yeah, that's right. That's true. And and there are understandable. Um, crimes that people still need to pay for. Totally. But it, it does not mean that they're um, refuse or they're to be Correct. used. Or Correct. Some, I think some people have a view of prisoners that is very skewed. Yes. Very uh, anemic and shallow in terms of uh, not just the image bearer. Yes, they are absolutely but, image bearers of God. But also the fact that they too given the right circumstances, would end up in prison. All of they us. could commit crimes of passion. They could get so overwhelmed with something that they hurt someone, assault someone, murder somebody. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah. And that is, um, that is assu- in your argument, you are assuming that everyone in prison is there justly. Right. And I know that you, I mean, we uh, all yeah. we agree that that's absolutely not true. Sometimes yeah. because people are convicted of crimes they did not do, and other times because our justice system and, and our poverty system are so interlinked that people didn't get the representation that they should have mm-hmm. um, or that they were forced into crimes, that uh, you know, forced in some ways into, into crimes because of where they live and because of their situations. Yeah. And so there's all kinds of injustice all around It's a much there. more complicated issue. Very complicated. Okay. Yeah, and some people I think. Sorry, we're we're veering away from the particular. Yeah, we need to. <laughs> yeah, like we can we can wrap it up. Yeah, uh, and get back on point. Um, but yeah. we need to, we need to start address. We need to. We haven't done prison reform in a long time. Yeah, uh, I've talked about that on the hopper, and we need to address that. Yeah, I think this is a bad bad idea. It's really it, when I read uh-huh. it, it's really disturbing. Thankfully, um, what I have read about it is that there are enough people in the legislature of Massachusetts that are equally uh, alarmed as yeah. I am, uh-huh. that it's never going to get through. But even right. the fact that it's been suggested mm-hmm. is disturbing and, and just uh, in public, I agree. You, you shouldn't be able to sell your kidney because oh, for yeah. the same reason, when you're down and out or you're... Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, and that's that's why it has never... We've never allowed that in this country. We've never... Yeah. And so, uh, you know, there are... Um, there are arguments for it. Uh, there would be a lot more kidneys available. There's a lot of people who die without kidneys. But most everyone, and I would agree with this, most ethicists, 
uh, and I would agree with this, say that uh, the alternative, well, if we had a, you know, paid people for kidneys, paid people for livers, paid people for, you know, different organs like this, bone marrow, whatever, um, that it would, um, it would so exploit the poor that even though it would save some lives, it would destroy many, many, many others, and it mm-hmm. would it would be absolutely evil. Well, uh, while we're thinking out loud, let yep. me ask you this. Sure. It, what if someone, you know, we have uh, people who put on their driver's license, they, they register as Dorgan, uh, sorry, Dorgan, Dorgan, organ donors. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so you, you die in a uh-huh. car accident, yep. and they can take whatever organs are harvestable, right? Correct. Um, is that a word? Harvestable? Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Keep pressing forward. <laughs> um, and so, uh, what if you what if you incentivize that? Mm-hmm. Uh, incentivize people to be organ donors. That that on their passing, they're not benefiting, but their family could benefit. Um, do you see the same quagmire there? But their family could benefit. What do you mean their family could benefit? Uh, by the by the sale of organs. Oh. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. That's, it's the same thing. People do all kinds of things for their family. I, I work with death, right? Yeah. And so people do all kinds of things to say, when I die, I want my family to have this, and I want my family to be... That's one of the things that when I when I go in and talk to somebody, especially men, but sometimes women, this is... Well, for some women, for sure. Uh-huh. When I say, um, are there things that you need to do before the end of your life? You're coming up to the end of your life. Um, are there things you need to do? And for a lot of men, it's, I need to get the money situated. I need to uh-huh. get it. I want to make sure that everything is taken care of. And that's what this would be as well. And so it is still, um, yeah, I, I would have just as much problem. It, it, morally, it's the same thing. Yeah. It seems like it would incentivize, um, it would, it would, uh, it would provide a lot of extra organs. Um, in other words, people ought to donate, right? Hundred percent. I, I can't to. say this strongly enough. I hope that but you are an don't. organ donor. I am. I am. Yeah, but they don't, right? A they lot of don't. people don't. Yes. And some people are afraid that if mm-hmm. their their driver's license says organ donor and they're fighting for their lives, um, someone's going to get greedy yep. and. and yep. I have been in those situations. I have been there when we have that because I worked in an emergency uh-huh. room of a very busy Miami hospital. I can tell you, those things never uh, right. come up. I don't never, think that, yeah. ever, ever. They're Host- going to fight to save your life. Totally. Uh, yeah. So I think it's that's a, a it, false notion that people have. Completely. Um, it's Those people are not the same. Those who are looking for organ donors and those who are those who are looking for organs and those who are working on you when you are dying, yeah. they're totally separate people. They don't talk to each other. It's not, there's no cross motivations. That never, I, I've never heard of a situation which that happens. Right. And I have been in those rooms to have those conversations. Um, what if what if when they pass, yep. um, you say if you're an organ donor, mm-hmm. there's a, a a certain donation yep. that can be made, yep. some other incentive. I mean, like just another way to 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 um, help people yeah. sign up to be organ donors yeah. without a, an ethical dilemma. Yeah, can you see a way forward with that? What I think would might be helpful is to honor people um, in some non in in a way that is you know. Uh, Maybe we put it in the newspaper or we put it, you know, we have some sort of... Plaque in a park next plaque to a Plaque in a park, mm-hmm. something, I, I don't know, or a list on in the hospital of people who have donated organs. Mm-hmm. Something like that where we honor and remember people and and uh, think highly of them. I think that would be really, really helpful. I don't know exactly what those ways would be, mm-hmm. um, but 
in terms of like getting compensation for the person or their family in terms of money or anything that could you could really put a price on, I I I would have a hard hard time with that. I can't imagine something like that being ethical. Yeah. Although I'll say that as much as I want to be an organ donor, and I'm glad that you are, and I am, uh, it is rare for organs for dead bodies for people to for. Uh, uh, when you die, it is very, very rare, even for an organ donor, that anything is harvestable. Um, the the best scenario is for someone to go brain dead when they're young, mm-hmm. for in terms of organ donation. Yeah. If you die in a car crash, um, yet nothing is going to be harvestable. Nothing. Maybe corneas of your eyes. Yeah, I was going to say. I think eyes. So and eyes that, are, and there's not a there's, whole, there's um, not a huge shortage of those because there. Because there are so many people uh-huh. who die that way, but in terms of anything that's inside, like your major organs in your body cavity, uh, you basically have to be brain dead and have no diseases and not be old. Yeah, well, I think that they're also um, they're harvesting uh, ligaments and tendons. Sometimes and it's rare. Things like it's that. very rare. Um, so because we have so many good artificial substitutes for that. Um, so when you, if you get like an ACL surgery, uh-huh. they're either going to grab your tendon mm-hmm. out of your leg, or they're, mm-hmm. you're going to get a, a, a donation. Yep. And um, the, it depends on your age. Yep. Um, what they're going to recommend for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you get a donation, then you don't have to disturb the muscles in the back of your leg mm-hmm. by ripping tendon out and letting it. You know, it yeah. takes a long time for that to heal, mm-hmm. and it's painful. It's yeah. the most painful part of the procedure. Sure, sure. Um, but if you're young, it makes the most sense because it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're older and you know mm-hmm. it, that kind of invasion yeah. is going to, you know, it's just extra pain and suffering. Yeah, you can get a donation. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they're they're really broadening the scope of what they can harvest. Yes, yeah. that's true. <clears throat> but um, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, everyone should be an organ donor. Yeah. Everybody should be an organ donor, and it's and there's a good chance that there's not going to be a whole lot usable. Um, I talk to people about this, and and for our hospice, excuse me, for our hospice patients, almost always there's nothing that can be done, and people are really disappointed by that because uh, they there are people who really want to be useful. Mm-hmm. There is one place um, that will take bodies, dead bodies, uh, of any kind, and that is the body farm in Tennessee. There's, I think, three or four body farms across the country, and uh, we have one that's in Tennessee not too far from us. Are you you familiar with a body farm? You know what that is? No. Yeah. And so a body farm is a dead, a farm is not the right, that's what they call it, but it's a weird word for this kind of thing. They take dead bodies, and it's for... um, Law enforcement, and what they do is they do, uh, they'll put a dead body out in the woods, and just let it decompose. And they go out there every week or every mm-hmm. day or every whatever to see. Okay, so what does it look like when a dead body is left in the woods, mm-hmm. and it is a week old, a month old, six months old, six years old? What does it look like? And then what if it's half buried? What if it has on a cotton shirt? What if it has mm-hmm. on a polyester shirt? What if it's half underwater and half... What if it's in the desert? What if it's in the snow? What if it's... And there's a million scenarios like that. Uh-huh. that they're, and they're just 
getting research. And so there's, there's a body farm in Tennessee not too far from us okay. um, that you can use. But they get tons and tons of donations, and it's rarely that they're actually looking for another body, even though I'm sure they've got thousands of bodies there. That would be a, a, something that you specifically sign up for. I want to be a body farm donor. Um, to you can uh, if you want to donate your body to science. There you go. Okay. That's basically what it means. Uh-huh. It's either I mean a they, cadaver in a medical lab exa- or yeah yeah a cadaver cadavers in medical labs. Um, they are looking for kind of specific things and they've got like specific hospitals that they're attached to, and they generally don't uh, you know one could they don't need very many. They need very very few. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that want to donate their body to science. That's one thing. And the, but they, it's anyway, but the body farms, um, and we have the one that's closed and we've, we've sent a couple of people. I've known a couple of people who've gone to the body farm, but it's, mm-hmm. it's rare. Yeah. It's rare. And it's only because we live so close to one. They, they we were having a picnic lunch there or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, some, uh, some animals and, and, uh, insects and, and, uh, such were having picnic out there. Oh man. Yeah. 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 Yikes. That's that. Well, that's how it goes. I'm gonna send you to the body farm. Oh man, <laughs> <coughs> you're not allowed to go. I want. They don't do tours. I've checked. They don't do tours. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Would you like to work there? I mean, I don't think they would bother me. Um, you don't think going and seeing those things would bother you? No, I like the forensic stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, it's somewhat interesting, but at the same time, I, I think it could. It could strike a chord. It could be really disturbing, or yeah. there could be some sort of uh, scenario where you someone looks familiar, or you know, God forbid, you it was anyone that you know. Yeah. But uh, barring that, says so no one that you know, there yeah. they could still trigger certain memories, or I don't know, put put real context, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't have any trouble projecting all kinds of bad scenarios. Yeah. You know? So it's not like I don't think it's gonna. I think for some people they do. And yeah. they don't need any help with that, right? Um, I, I don't. I, I'm, you, when you were talking, I was visualizing what these bodies would look like in my yeah, head. You know, sure, sure. So I don't. And, know. and that doesn't bother you, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't, that kind of stuff doesn't bother think me a whole lot. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hear you that it, that there might be a body that would remind you of someone. Uh, mm-hmm. Our brains are interesting when they work that way. Yeah, yeah. I've had patients that remind me. Um, in various ways of people that I know and love, and and that could be it could be really bothering yeah. me. You know, I I did work on cadavers in my undergraduate, mm, and I we had yeah we had maybe fifteen or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it it at times was fine, other times it was it was pretty sobering. Yeah, sure. And the first time you go in there and they're all under the sheet, the yeah. like the, it's a plastic sheet. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. And you start pulling them off, and you're like, you know. Well, you can spend a whole semester dealing with these bodies. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it gets better and better and better, of course, but it it's still very strange. Yes, when you when you hold up a big sheet of skin, and on wow, one I've side that, yeah. it's all uniform. Yeah, that's the inside, and then you turn it around; it's got moles and hairs, and freckles and scars. You mm. know, and um, and you're like, it's just really bizarre. That's weird. Right, you you know you're moving around people's organs, and you're looking yeah, inside sure. them, and the, their whole naked bodies laying there and, right right um you know it's uh people would take note of uh you know which guy had the, the bigger part and all that kind of stuff and it's just yeah. kind of weird that's weird yeah
Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You can write or call us. Just tap or swipe on the purple Hopper Podcast cover art on your podcasting app. Find the show notes for ways to suggest a topic for the Hopper or to tell us a funny story. And please go to thehopperpodcast.org. Yeah, try to keep it clean. And if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. Special thanks this week go to Jason Voorhees and his tenacious never-quit attitude in life. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Join our Patreon for the bonus episodes. Willie, what's the take-home lesson from this week's episode? It is, it's better to be rich than stupid. True. That's the lesson. Uh, that's a good lesson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>